Hello, and welcome to Finding You, a podcast from New York Institute of Technology's Office of Admissions, dedicated to helping students find the right college. In this series, we will cover everything from building your college application list, the transfer process, and making the most of a campus visit, to understanding costs, the financial aid process, and how to make your college decision. I'm your host, Dr. Joe Pasilico, Vice President for Enrollment Management at New York Tech, and I'm joined, as always, by our co-host, Dr. Karen Vahey, Dean of Admissions and Financial Aid. Morning, Karen. Good morning, Joe. How are you today? I'm doing well. How about yourself? Well, I'm great, and I'm excited to be joined by two of our favorites, my colleague Cheryl and my colleague Dave. Cheryl and Dave, would you please introduce yourselves? Hi, I'm Cheryl Bradley. I'm the Associate Director for Transfer Admissions at New York Tech. Good morning. My name is Dr. Dave Follick, Assistant Vice President of Academic Student Services at Nassau Community College. Excited to be here. Great. Uh, welcome to both of you. Today, we're going to discuss the process of transferring from one school to another and best practices so that students can make an informed decision. And, uh, you know, I, I think students probably uh, don't really know that transferring is a much more common experience than one would think. I looked up some uh, recent data, the National Student Clearinghouse indicates that almost 40% of college students transfer at least one time. And Forbes reported that roughly 2 million students transferred in 2020-21. So Cheryl, let's start with you. Let me ask you this. What exactly is meant by a transfer student? So a transfer student is a student that has taken some college credits. Um, Usually, just for all intents and purposes, we usually like to go with about 24 uh, credit hours that have been taken at um, a college, a community college, a four-year college, um, after they've attended high school. So basically, that means any student that has any type of college um, credit can, in essence, be a transfer student. Right. So students, they can come from community colleges, another private or public institution. Basically, if they've taken some credit somewhere and, and leave that institution to go to another, we classify them as transfer students. Absolutely. And Dave, two-year schools educate almost 5 million students per year, which is almost 29% of the undergraduate population in this country. That's a real large proportion. What are some of the benefits for students starting at a two-year college? Um, I think there's several benefits of attending the two-year schools. Uh, flexibility is number one, and there's flexibility in the courses that you're taking, that the community colleges offer a vast array of courses during the day, evening, online, remotely. Um, if you don't know what you want to study, a lot of students come in undecided. Our liberal arts is our most popular major and our most transferable major. In addition to that, cost. For uh, our cost is probably one of the lowest compared to many of the public and private schools around uh, the greater New York area. Um, it's also allowed students to, you know, they want to take a, just a couple classes. They want to go full time. And what's great about attending a community college is we have partnerships with many of our local public and private schools like NYIT, where a lot of our graduates will start at NASA and then transfer over to New York Tech to finish up their baccalaureate degree. You know, I was at a, a, a shop near campus and I overheard two college age kids kind of chit-chatting and, and one of them said, I, I don't really know what I want to study. I'm, I'm probably going to start at Nassau. And I just, I wanted to interrupt them, but I didn't want to be uh, uh, the, the, the weirdo um, asking them about questions. But I just thought, what a great option he has to go to Nassau, figure things out for, for less money. So if I were to bump into him again, 
what are the some of the things that he and others should consider when transferring? Sure. I think uh, we see a lot of students that will start off at a at a four year, come to us and then transfer to another four year. It's just making sure that all the credits want to transfer. So making sure that they get all of their transcripts in a timely fashion, uh, transferred to me over at Nassau or any other community college, and then making sure that they take those courses and transfer them back to their baccalaureate. A lot of times we find out that some students have to repeat courses because they forgot that they took some of those dual enrollment courses while in high school. Um, so they want to make sure that they're planning ahead, uh, making sure that you have your, you know, you're on your journey is the most important. So planning ahead, speaking with our advising staff on the community colleges, as well as speaking when the staff from the four-year schools come to the, whether it be virtually or in person, come to NASA or, or any other community college is exploring their options that oftentimes, you know, Students will attend the community college, they'll come to class, and they'll leave class. But we want to make sure that you're using all of your services. So any type of partnerships that we have with our local colleges is extremely, extremely important. Um, one of the most important programs that we have is our transfer fairs. We have uh, most recently has been virtual. We are happy to say we had a spring one a couple of weeks ago that was in person. And it was great to see those conversations happening once again, face-to-face between our students and the uh, transfer counselors. That's super helpful. And so Dave, you have an interesting perspective because you're both receiving students and sending students out. Cheryl, we're pretty much receiving students. So what advice would you have for students? What do they need to consider when transferring into tech? Well, I totally wholeheartedly agree with what Dave said. Um, But I would also add that I think students also should do a little research. Um, in regard to programs that they're considering. Um, So that way, when they're ready to transfer, they already kind of have a rough map of what courses they need to take, how long it's going to, you know, take them to get to the degree that they're trying to complete. Um, You know, there are also other ways that students in their investigations of transferring, they can actually look at the community college's websites, other schools' websites, and look and see what type of agreements those schools may have with their respective community college. But I'm sure we'll probably get into that (laughs) in a minute. But um, those are other options for transfer students as well. Cheryl and Dave, is there a best time for students to transfer or is it really just sort of on their own timeline? I think for us, um, for students that, depending on the program that they're planning to transfer into, I mean, obviously, if they're at a community college, yes, it would be wonderful for them to complete their associate's degree, especially if there's a direct path with that associate degree into a program in a four-year school. But if you're not 100% sure what credits will transfer, I think sometimes it's best to get advice from either your transfer out counselor at the community college or even reaching out to the four-year institution to see perhaps maybe it's better to transfer a little bit earlier for certain programs. I think on the community college side, it's really important to plan that journey. Um, We have some of our more competitive programs for our fall September enrollment classes. Our deadlines are January and February. 
So depending if the transfer student wants to transfer to us, they may miss those deadlines. So many of our allied health sciences and nursing programs um, have early deadlines for the fall and our nursing has an October deadline for the spring. Um, one of the other advantages of transferring earlier is class scheduling, that a lot of our classes will fill up in the months of August and January. So if you plan your voyage a little bit earlier, we start class registration in May for the fall semester. So it, once those students are finishing up at that their previous institutions, they can easily transfer right over to us, get the classes that they need to continue their journey. That, that's a great point, David. I was actually just thinking um, class registration opens in April for the fall. So it really behooves transfer students to make a decision early so they have the most flexible schedule when they transfer over to tech. So thank you for that. But Cheryl, you had mentioned a few moments ago about um, agreements and transfer credits. And and um, Dave, I know we have this joint admission partnership. So I'd like to maybe talk about that for a little bit. Cheryl, could, could you talk about some of the agreements that are out there and, and the benefits for students and, and where they can find them, any of that? So articulation agreements are agreements that uh, four-year institutions typically have with um, two-year institutions, community colleges, and sometimes other four-year schools. And basically, the articulation agreements really kind of give the student a map um, from their two-year school um, through their to the four-year school, meaning it'll give you the courses that you should take at your two-year school um, that will be transferable into the program that you're going to attend at your four-year school. So they're really helpful tools. And what it does is it it allows the student to kind of plan in advance um, and know exactly what courses they need to take in order to move forward into the four-year program. On the dual enrollment side, as I mentioned earlier, that's, those stu- uh, classes are often forgotten by transfer students because they took them so long ago. So if a student enrolled at their current institution, they have to remember that they requested those transcripts pr- around summer orientation, during class registration. And that often, the biggest myth is oftentimes students will think that, oh, I because they transferred to my first school, they were automatically transferred to my second school. And unfortunately, that does not happen. That we find out it actually just happened this morning, which is kind of ironic. Our one of the students that was a transfer student um, was working with our honors advisor this morning, and they were she emailed me this morning saying, oh, "We can't find English composition in his on his. Uh, we know he took it. Turns out." He took it when he was in high school. So we needed to get that transcript. I uh, was able to do that electronically and get the credit awarded. But that is something that they really need to think. And it's no different with the AP and IB programs as well. Yeah, transferring credits for students is is incredibly important. It keeps them on track to get their four-year degree. So let's talk a little bit more about that. Besides credits that are coming from the college, there could be other ways to earn credits as well, CLEP, prior learning experience, military credits. So Cheryl, can you talk to us a little little bit about the college credits and how the process works? So in transferring, I think one of the biggest questions that all transfer students have is how many of my credits are going to transfer? How many of my credits are you going to take? And when are you going to tell me? I think those are some of the biggest concerns for our transfer students. And there are multiple sources of credit, right? So there's, as Dave mentioned, there's credit that 
is taken in high school, um, whether it's the advanced placement exams or the IB, the International Baccalaureate credits, um, then there is the, the just the taking the courses in high school, right? So there's a lot of programs where colleges have high school, allow high school students to take a course here and there. But then there's just your um, general transfer of credits from your community college. So anytime a student wants to to transfer and, you know, they're anxious, they're always anxious to find out, are you going to take all my credits? Or if you're, uh, when will I know if you're going to take all of those credits? So in regard to that, it's really important that students submit all of their credits, right? If you, even if you're a transfer student, because what typically happens is that later on after they've already been enrolled and a couple of years later, they're like, oh, I think I took this. And then they have to go back and look for AP scores or scores that they took in high school. So it's really important that if you have any type of military credit, JST credit, CLEP examinations, um, that you submit to transcripts for those. Um, we also do something called prior learning and life experience credits that um, require a portfolio if you've been working, you know, working in your field. So there's all different ways to get transfer credit that will help you towards your degree program. I think that's really great advice because I've frequently met with transfer students who say, oh, I'm not looking for credit for that, or I'd like to start over. But really, it, it benefits them at the end. It, it could really speed up the, the time to completion. So I really appreciate that. Dave and Cheryl, in your experience, what are the most popular majors for transfers? I know, David, you said that at Nassau, liberal arts is, is pretty popular, but what are, are, there, are there other programs on, on your side? Uh, liberal arts is our pretty much our known as our undecided program. So you do two years and then you can transfer it to a four-year school. Other strong programs that we see a lot of students transferring is our business and accounting program, criminal justice, allied health and nursing are always they're popular but super competitive. Um, we're seeing a lot more students interested in computer science and cybersecurity. Um, we've seen a little bit of a shift from and those folks typically were going into engineering, and now they're more doing the. Uh, computer science, and our, we have new cybersecurity associates um, in a certificate program. And we just introduced, uh, we've seen a growth in our culinary arts program as well. And, and Cheryl, where are you seeing them on, on, on our end? And I should say, shout out for cybersecurity, because that is, computer science is a huge program for us, and cybersecurity also a growing field. Absolutely. I was going to say, just very similar. Um, it is definitely all of our kind of our STEM programs, computer science, engineering. Um, we also get a ton of nursing um, students that are interested in, in transferring into the professional phase of the nursing program here. Um, we also get a lot of students for our architecture program as, as well. So those are some really popular majors. But I, I just want to use that as an example when we were talking about transferring credits, just understanding that when you transfer and the amount of transfer credits that go into a program really is contingent upon the curriculum, right? So like architecture is a very popular program for us, but there's also certain courses that 
you know, the department has to decide whether or not they're going to approve and give transfer credit for. So that's just another thing to keep in mind, especially if you're applying to a program that requires you to do any type of design work, um, you know, where you can do drawings, portfolios and things of that nature, because those things are also considered um, in giving transfer credit as well. So we've talked about programs of study, how credits transfer to very important areas. Let's change the conversation to a third important area for many students, which is scholarships and financial aid. Is aid available uh, to students when they transfer into a four-year institution? Absolutely. Um, well, for scholarships, I, I can talk more about the scholarships. We do offer um, re- really competitive scholarships for our transfer students um, with the maximum. They range from $6,000 to $18,000 um, for a transfer student. But in addition to that, um, and, and, and just to mention, we also apply those scholarships at the time of application. So once we review the application, we calculate your GPA and all of that, we um, add your scholarship. But in addition to that, we also offer uh, a Phi Theta Kappa scholarship, a PTK scholarship, um, which is an uh, in addition, if you apply for it, is another $2,500 um, that would be added to that already, that transfer scholarship that you already have. And so, you know, it's really important that you keep your eyes open for scholarship opportunities for transfer students and PTK. And I, I know that there's a chapter on the Nassau Community College campus. So keep your eyes open for all those little things that can be added um, in scholarship. And by the way, we are a PTK honor roll school for 2022. That's great. And students are also eligible for federal and state aid. So Pell Grants, SEOG, TAP. Dave, they they can get that kind of aid as well when they're attending a two-year institution. Absolutely. So we we are able to award the federal uh, Pell Grants, um, the Excelsior program, um, so our, with our tuition being roughly $3,000 per semester, we're trying to make sure we meet the need. And then we're also working with our transfer counselors on staff to working with our students to help them find scholarships for when they transfer to the four-year schools. Cause we certainly know there will potentially be a gap and we want to help reduce that gap. So any way that we can help them get additional scholarships, um, I know we have some great opportunities that will be co- working with New York Tech in the past, and we're looking to try to see how we can expand scholarships in the future. So I can definitely see some exciting information coming on the horizon shortly. Yeah. And as you've both mentioned before about how important it is to do the student for students to do research, talk to the right people, the same is true for financial aid, making sure they're connecting with financial aid advisors, because there are some nuances in terms of how many semesters you can receive Pell or New York State aid. And so those types of things need to be discussed with a a professional. And we also have a podcast on financial aid. So if you want to go there and listen to that, you'll pick up some good information as well. Now we're in a place where, I mean, we're recording this in April, but this question applies to, you know, if students are listening to this podcast in September, October, whatever, our, our admits are out hopefully they've received their financial aid packages. Cheryl, what, what are the next steps for, for transfer students? And then, and Dave as well, for students either coming into to Nassau or leaving Nassau, any next steps they need to be aware of? 
So the next steps um, for our transfer students are really to just review your preliminary transfer credit evaluation. So once a a student's been admitted, um, they will receive a preliminary transfer credit evaluation, which outlines the number of credits that will be transferring in based on the documents that they've submitted. So the next steps really are for them to review that, make sure they're submitting their official documentation, and then um, paying their tuition deposit so that they may register um, for classes. So they'll schedule their registration appointments and start selecting their classes for the fall. I know over at NASA, we're very similar to that. Uh, One thing that we also need to make sure is that we get everybody's health records in a timely fashion so we can get that process before school starts. So uh, once again, the the message has always been to plan ahead. Um, I would love to say that all of our students do, but I can honestly say uh, August and January for transfer students happens to be the busiest months. So um, if you're you're able to do it now in the early, early spring, that definitely helps. The classes are available now. Uh, there's more time to talk about aid and transfer credits. So um, the personalized attention is definitely available earlier in the process. I would totally agree. The earlier, the better. Um, you have more opportunities for getting the class schedules that you want. And you don't have to rush and you don't have to. Thanks, Cheryl. So we're about to wrap this up. Any final advice uh, that you'd want to offer transfer students, Dave? My advice is to take a step back, realize that it's okay to transfer. Um, there's a lot of university colleges and universities across the nation. Your first school may not be your the, the perfect match, but you no, know, certainly have the conversation. And that's why both Cheryl and I have been advocating starting earlier. Um, and I think one of the things that's definitely helped out is these virtual environments has allowed transfer students to have these conversations virtually because they've already seen the campuses. They know about student activities. They know about the academics, but they really want to know cost, credit, and availability of courses. Yeah, Cheryl, any uh, final words from the New York Tech transfer team? Well, we're excited for our students to transfer over to New York Tech. And in order to make that a smooth transition, just remember to get all of those documents in, those official documents in as as soon as possible. Um, so that way we can post those transfer credits. And when you're ready to register, all of that is in our systems and you're ready to go for not just your first semester, but for every semester beyond that. Awesome. And if any students want to, or parents that are listening, uh, have any questions, they can just check our website, nyt.edu. There's a tab for admissions. And Dave, what's the link for NASA if they have questions about transferring in or out? Uh, ncc.edu backslash apply. Awesome. And we have, Cheryl, we have a fee waiver code for any transfers that would like to apply. We can waive their $50 app fee. Yes, absolutely. Um, That fee waiver code is ADMREP. That's our fee waiver code for that. Awesome. ADM rep. Well, I just want to thank Cheryl and Dave for joining our podcast today. Again, two of my favorite colleagues, good friends. So happy to have you join us today on uh, on this podcast. Thanks. Thanks for having me. Yeah, thanks for being here. Karen and I hope today's information will help you as you're considering transferring to uh, another institution, if you are. Uh, We want to thank everyone for listening and hope everyone has a great day. Bye, everybody.